Welcome to day 30 of our Lent reading plan. We are following the life and teachings of Jesus through the book of John. Take the next few moments to listen to scripture read over you and pray or journal through the prompts that follow. Quiet your heart. Invite the spirit to move in your heart and mind. John 11, 1 through 16. Now a man named Lazarus was sick. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. This Mary, whose brother Lazarus now lay sick, was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sister sent word to Jesus, Lord, the one you love is sick. When he heard this, Jesus said, This sickness will not end in death. No, it is for God's glory so that God's Son may be glorified through it. Now Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. So when he heard that Lazarus was sick, he stayed where he was two more days. And then he said to his disciples, Let us go back to Judea. But Rabbi, they said, A short while ago the Jews there tried to stone you, and yet you are going back? Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours of daylight? Anyone who walks in the daytime will not stumble, for they see by this world's light. It is when a person walks at night that they stumble, for they have no light. After he had said this, he went on to tell them, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I am going there to wake him up. His disciples replied, Lord, if he sleeps, he will get better. Jesus had been speaking of his death but his disciples thought he meant natural sleep. So then he told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I am glad I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. Then Thomas said to the rest of the disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. John 11, one through 16. In this passage, we see a family faced with an uninvited, heartbreaking situation. They do what most of us would do. They reach out to their most powerful friend, someone they love and who loves them for help. There's nothing wrong with that, but it illuminates what's in their hearts and in their minds. Something that, if left in the dark, could cause them to miss out on what is vitally true of their powerful, loving friend. When Lazarus becomes gravely ill, his sisters send word to Jesus to make sure he knows what's going on. They don't even ask him to come. Perhaps they believe that if Jesus only knew what was going on, he would do whatever it took to heal his dear friend. They knew that he had healed people without even being by their bedside. They knew that he healed strangers. How much more would he do for them? Sounds like safe assumptions, and yet. Jesus is not surprised by the message that his friend is sick, nor is he in a hurry to travel to his bedside. Instead, he stays where he is and appears to do nothing for his friends. I wonder what Mary and Martha are thinking and feeling as the days pass without Jesus coming. Were the sisters wrong to be confident of Jesus' love and affection? Of course not. Were the sisters wrong to reach out to Jesus in their time of need? 
Of course not. Were the sisters wrong to believe that Jesus was powerful enough to heal Lazarus even from a distance? Of course not. And yet, Jesus didn't go to them soon enough, and Lazarus died. Let's reflect on what's in our hearts about God's love for us. How do you think you would have felt if you were Mary, Martha, or even Lazarus? Do you have assumptions about Jesus? Do you think you know what Jesus should do in your life if he truly loved you? What assumptions do you make about what God should or should not do in the world? How does God's timing impact your confidence about his love? How does the truth that nothing can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus transform your heart? Finally, two days later, Jesus tells his disciples that it's time to go back to Judea. At first, he tells them that Lazarus is sleeping, a term often used in scripture to refer to death. But the disciples are confused and upset. They too had expectations. They know it's not necessary to return if Lazarus is sleeping, and they definitely remember what happened the last time they were in Judea when people tried to murder Jesus. They can't understand why Jesus would take such a risk. Jesus explains that Lazarus is dead, but they're going back to see him. Now it's the disciples' turn to be confused. Why do they need to return? Lazarus would already be in a tomb. They wouldn't be able to see him, and this would put all of their lives in jeopardy. This was not what they imagined for their next step. But Jesus gives them something to hold on to. He tells them he's glad. Notice he isn't afraid, because what is about to happen will cause them to really believe. There's something bigger going on, something they can't see or know or understand. But Jesus says this is happening for the glory of God, which should come as no surprise. Reflect on what this passage reveals about Jesus. He is always doing the will of the Father to bring glory to him. He knows and understands far more than we know or understand. He wants us to believe in him, and his actions are for our sake, even when we don't understand. Finally, his delay or his plan is good for us, even when we can't see it or understand it. Reflection will help you identify where the true affections of your heart are. Reflect on what makes you feel safe. Reflect on what you love most. Does your reflection reveal something that leads to repentance? Repentance is the way to forgiveness, and forgiveness is the way to freedom. Even while we shelter in place, we can experience true freedom for our hearts and our souls. Let's close in prayer. Jesus, thank you for letting us see what you were doing in this situation. Thank you for never being caught by surprise or for being overwhelmed. Thank you for being patient with us when we don't understand and for helping us see the things in our hearts that pull us away from you, our expectations, our assumptions, our fears, and more. 
please help us see what is in the dark corners of our hearts and bring your light. We confess those things we stand on when we should be standing on you, the rock of our salvation. We confess our desire for immediate fixes to our heartaches. Help us to trust what we don't see you doing and truly believe in your love and power to heal and restore. And help us to bring glory to your name and point others to you. Amen. <laughs>